His name is Howard the Fuck. And he came here to duck. <laughs> Far away on a planet called Duck World, there's a duck society. I literally, I literally can't do this. <laughs> you can't do this. I literally took one hit of that pen. <laughs> and now this time, what you just said is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, um, keep going. I will. <laughs> Far away on a planet called Duck World, there is a duck society that is exactly like ours. There's even a duck George Washington on the duck dollar bill. There's a Washington <laughs> D.C. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. There's a duck Norris. There's a ducky cheese. There's a duck Liddell. There's Ducky, the, the scary little doll guy. There's Donald the du- There's Donald Duck and Mickey Duck. And most importantly, Howard the Duck. And Howard jerks off too hard and gets banished to Earth where he fucks a human woman. And then accidentally summons the Dark Overlord from Demon Realm who then eviscerates people with his demon eye rays until Howard murders him with a uranium cannon. Starring Ed Gale, Chip Zine, Tim Rose, Steve Sleop, Peter Baird, Mary Wells, Lisa Sturz and Jordan Prentice, all as Howard the Duck. This movie dares to ask the question, are you jerking off to this? Really? You're jerking off right now? To duck tits? Really? This is Howard the Duck. This movie is horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's Ooh, insane. Airtight. Awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Are we going to be able to record? Yes. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. You better not keep this in. And Clayton, you better not fuck this podcast up, okay? Now hit okay. record. Okay, here I go. Three, two, one. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to... Oh. <laughs> You're a mess, Max. <laughs> no, no one thinks I'm crazy. Guys, did you know that Howard the Duck is a 1986 American superhero comedy... Wait, I skipped the most important part. My name is Sir Maxim. <laughs> and I'm Clayton. And this is Critical, Critical Darling. Darling. The only podcast where you can still taste the weed in the back of your throat. That's true. I'm um, kidding because I was eating weed outside like I was like, eating the grass. I don't Max and I did drugs before this recording. Um, oh, I, no, I, I would never do that. But Hey, Clayton. Yeah? This is Critical Darlings, the movie where we talk about bad movies. But uh-huh. before we dive into the bad movie of the week, uh-huh. tell me about your week. My week was bad. Um, Clayton, I thought just the movie was supposed to be bad. So we've talked about this before, how truly at the lowest points of our lives, um, without fail, when we are at our darkest days, our cars break down. Um, It it never fails. It is always right when you least want it. Um, And that happened to me this week. I've been dealing with trying to switch jobs and uh, this new house and paying multiple rents at once. And it's just been a a fucking nightmare for me financially. Um, And then in the midst of all that, I go to turn on my car and I had been known that the battery was being a little fucky for a bit. And I go to turn the car on and it just does not uh, go at all. Um, 
and that's then that's so fucked up. I'm literally furious for you. Yeah, I it is. Hate that we have to have cars. It is a nightmare. And then I go because fi finally the day of, I try to or sorry, I think the next day I try to jump it. Um, one of these days I try to jump it. Hayden Hartrick, friend of the show, helps me out. Um, and we couldn't get it to work. And then Ellis tries to help me out. And it kind of starts to work, but then I fuck it up. And then finally, on the last day, the next day following that, with everything I've learned, I get your help. And we are able to successfully jump my car. Boom. In the 11th hour. Uh, which leads to me leaving the house for a battery and not being back in the house until eight hours later. <sighs> Um, One man's hunt for a battery sends him across the state. But what he didn't expect was to meet someone he didn't expect. Whoa. This is Critical Darling's podcast. Clayton, how are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Max, how about you? Have, did you do anything exciting last night? Last night or the night before? The night before? The night before! Uh, last night was Monday night. The Grackle Whoa. Games Week 4, Space Whores. And I, along with the stunning, incredible Riot Girl, took home the win. Uh, it was very exciting. It was very fun. We've been talking about it all day, so I don't want to bring up any things we've just been talking about on the podcast anyway. But I'm really happy. I feel really fulfilled. And I just feel so creatively challenged in so many fun ways that I just want to keep doing this and keep going and see what else happens. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I'm thrilled. This was also, of your Grackle game numbers, this was the first one that I got to see. Ever saw it. And it was so fucking amazing. I'm glad that this was the first one I saw. Yeah. Not only were you amazing, but so many people this on the that bar lineup went crazy. Yeah. Um, it was it, it was crazy. Like, I mean, when it, when it started, I, I didn't see a lot of the ones at the beginning, but the whole second act I saw, I was like, Fuck! I have to. I have like. I'm part of this second act. Like, holy shit! Like, mm -hmm. like, Bo, Bambi, myself, um, Embry, and Riot Girl were the ones I actually were able to sit and watch. And oh my god, it was. I was just like, God damn it! This like this week is gonna be so hard. Um, but I, I love that. I love. It's kind of similar to poetry. Like I love that we are given these limits, and because of those limits, we're able to be super creative within the boundaries of the prompt, you know? Yeah. But the day before that, I got to be in a show with Heidi in closet from season 12 of a RuPaul's drag race. Mm -hmm. uh, she came touring through cause she's also on all stars eight. She's wonderful. So fun. I just love her energy so much. Um, I've loved her since I watched that season during the pandemic when I was so depressed and on Sunday I performed right next to her. It was fucking crazy. Oh, so yeah. insane. That's, that's so cool. It's, it, I feel like I hasn't even I haven't even processed it because the day before I was officially taken under the wing of and adopted by Bridget Bandit, Woo! my new drag mommy, which brings the mom count up to ding three. Let's list them off, ladies and gentlemen. Jan Marlin. Maybe I shouldn't say my mom. <laughs> you Actually, give us like the context. Yeah. Um. Number one, mom stats. 65. <laughs> Diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. True, true, Um Gorgeous. And creative. You know, flames. Mm -hmm. Mom number two. Ding. Ding. Yeah. Sydney. I actually don't know her exact age. Came into my life when I was age reveal. 11. Whoa. 
Rocky start for a, a tween Max, which later laid the foundation for a beautiful blossoming relationship wow. of stepmother and, and stepson. Now, mom three. <laughs> I literally have, like, I completely forgot mm-hmm. where I even am. Mom three, Bridget Bandit, age 31, I think, because she turned 31 on Saturday. Nice. Stat number two, Austin Drag legend and political activist. Stat number three, has pink hair out of drag. Whoa. Who, which one do you think could beat the other two in a wrestling match? Um... I I would probably guess I've only met two of these people. Uh-huh. Actually, I, I don't. I've met. I've never met Bridget. I've just seen her perform. Um, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but I st- I would probably have to go with the one who is younger and also something of an athlete. <laughs> um, I feel like she might do pretty well in that in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, period. Period. Yeah. Uh, so. And that, so that actually, that was a double show Saturday. I was wearing this silicone chest for 12 hours, literally from 10 to 10. No, 10 to like midnight. I was, it was so bad. What was it like taking that off? Um, hell. Yeah, I bet. The process of taking it off was hell, but once I got there, I was happy, but it was literally four in the morning. Mm. And I sat in the bathtub because whenever I tease my hair to like the extreme like that, um, wait, no, I sat in the bathtub on Sunday. Anyway, um, where am I? Uh, it's so funny, like, <laughs> what's up? Me to, like, put a time, like, sitting in the bathtub is like a marker in time. It's like those uh-huh. points in the MCU that cannot be moved. But it's like <laughs> a fixed point in the timeline. Uh-huh. Max sitting in a bathtub. Yes. And it's such, like, a demoralizing, infantilizing, pathetic, beta cucky thing to uh-huh. sit in a bathtub. Like, okay, cl- like, I'm imagining myself sitting in that <laughs> bathtub. I can't help but laugh. It's yeah. just like, what's going on there? See, I also, I, I feel like a, a small child when I sit in a bathtub, unless, you know what I do? What? I actually haven't done it in a long time because I've been sharing shower with people. Yeah. But um, I, after like long days at school or work or whatever, um, I would go and I would sit and I would lie down in the shower. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was nice. And I didn't feel like a baby. I just felt like a very sad uh, middle-aged man. Yeah. Do you, um, know, do you know Peanut Butter Baby? Peanut Butter Baby? Yeah. What does he go like? What does he... How does he go? What What does he go like? I don't I don't know. You, you should... Ah. Be, He used to really, really disturb me in a bad, dark way. Like it, it uh-huh. was, it, it got to How some really dark. How did places. he get all of that on him? The 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 <laughs> conceit of the video is that it's like a parent walking in and they see uh-huh. the baby's there. There is no, no. way uh-huh. like that baby put the had because babies don't even think in concepts of covering your entire body uh-huh. like in a thing. They would have got some on them. Surely, surely, but like, maybe, but not like head to toe, not Come on. like the same layer of thickness, head uh, to toe. It had to be some wayward sibling, maybe uh, a, a witch's curse. I don't know why the baby had all that peanut butter. That's, I always find it crazy whenever parents do videos like that, they always film it as if they're discovering it for the first time. And yeah. it's like, if you're discovering it for the first time, why is your camera on, motherfucker? And also, if you're discovering it for the first time, where were you? 
like you're implying that you left your child alone in a room for yeah. like three hours <laughs> three hours to cover what themselves situation in a- was this? this baby is like i think sitting on a table too it's, right and it's also did they leave it sitting on a table I and swear, leave the room in my brain well p- p- peanut butter sticky so it, it won't fall off uh-huh. peanut butter baby peanut butter oh you're, you're right in my skull the way i imagine that video is the table in a baby and it's in like a saw trap room like i just see that Uh, in my head's in like this like chamber like i don't know why i think that but maybe it's because like that baby brings up such like fear in uh, me like there's two hammers on either side of it that will come crashing down if somebody makes the wrong if somebody if somebody makes a jelly baby Mm. that's gonna be fucked up true um, do you think when the parents put the peanut butter on the baby, do you think they did it with their hands or spread it with a knife? I was literally about to say, I don't even think it was a knife. I think it was one of those big spatula, like frosting spatulas, <laughs> and which to uh, me is like fucked up. Or so, they dipped the baby in a big thing of peanut butter. Maybe they got baptized. The thing for me is whenever I see that baby, it's the way its skull and like face is kind of shifted due to the texture of the peanut butter. Eyes over mm. here. Eyes over here. Um, <laughs> Clayton was watching a video game being played next to us. No. Um, isn't it so crazy when you listen to a podcast and what would happen if at the very end they were like, by the way, someone has like silently been with us the entire time. I guess some of them say that with like a producer, you know, like you don't think uh-huh. of a producer being in the room, but, the, but it is. Um, anyway, like the baby's face shape is it just lacks nuance like you can't (laughs) (laughs) you can't that baby's face you can't because it is i forgot ellis was here oh my god (laughs) with the baby's face we're never gonna talk talk about how the dog no listen to me baby (laughs) we're still under we've got plenty of time to talk picture a baby face i need to not look at my phone I'm, pic- I'm picturing a baby's face right now um without the peanut butter sans the peanut butter please hold on give me a second Okay, now I'm thinking of okay. a baby's face. No, thank peanut you. Butter. Hold that. Hold that. Like, really okay, hold okay, that. okay. So, and do you know what? I'm just gonna say it's the one. Do you know the one that he turns around over his shoulder and goes like, "Oh, with like the fist," and he's like on the beach. He's like, "No, no, no, not oh, that yeah. one." But similar thing. Similar vibe. The meme guy, and he's yeah. like, "It's kind of like what? Are, what you talking about?" Oh, Willis? I know <laughs> the exact <laughs> baby. Yeah, you see some of those. Ba- so like. Okay, let's talk about a face that has no nuance. There is no way you're misinterpreting that face. No. Like, there's no... It, it no. is... He is like... Maybe you interrupted him and he said, what? He's like, what What the fuck? He's literally like, what's going on right now? What so the fuck? That's, that's one that's like, how? How? Like, how did they get that? We literally need to do this before every podcast. This is like the best experience of my life. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the viewers love it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, if I look up sassy baby face, what do you th- do? You think it'll pull up that? Probably. I think they. I think somebody must have taken its binky away. <laughs> Max, did I just like spit all over? The- no, I just you like that joke so much more than it was worth. <laughs> Um, he said. He said. What was the? What was that scene? Oh wait, wait, wait. Not this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is literally gonna be. This is going to like. This is gonna. We're gonna make a new podcast just off of this. But this is insane. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton. 
And now Max is just showing me <laughs> random pictures of angry baby faces. <laughs> that one was screaming. Dude, okay. But this one, like, it looks self-aware. This one is titled Funny Baby Face, and it's a, it's a photo of a baby scream crying. <laughs> and it's like, well, not really. Like, uh, the baby's probably scared. Yeah. Or hungry. Or hungry. Oh, I, it's, it's literally this one. It's literally this a hundred percent. Yep, you got it. So to me, it's just like, Wait, what did the text on that say? It said, "Look at yourself, baby face." I don't know what okay, that's a ref- Fuck you. That man. feels like you can use that in a very specific situation. Uh-huh. Like, were if- you trying to? Were you kind of trying to dig at me a little bit by showing me that one? <laughs> if someone comes up, the only time you can use a meme that says "Look at yourself, baby face" is if someone combatively approaches you on the street and says baby face uh-huh. you say look at yourself baby face that's the only example of you yeah using it. and so if you if you made that for to use yourself yeah like or you ha- even if you just have it ready you have already exposed that you but that you think that you are a baby face um you're admitting it clayton i literally just lost the baby wait i need to find it again that's okay um, um that's okay I Max. Need to find, no, Clayton, please. No, yeah. I need one thing. Of course. What do you need? This baby. Uh huh. On makeameme.org uh-huh. is called Skeptical Baby. Okay. That's such I, a, he looks kind of skeptical. That's a perfect way to phrase him. So just before we move on, mm. how, how, how did this, how did they get a photo of this? Yeah, I don't know. Think about that. Like, how did. Clayton, how did they get a photo of this? Because <laughs> this meme has been around before you could make shit like this on a filter. Like, uh. So you mean to tell me that you captured the moment this baby got skeptical and sassy in such a way that is so expressive on his face? Like uh-huh. Everybody look up skeptical baby, by yeah, the way, you if you haven't up, already. Okay. Just to know I for sure what we're on my story. <laughs> like, it just be like, Mm-hmm. Does this baby look skeptical to you guys? I think genuinely the reason is that babies, uh, I, the, you know, emotion and like the way our faces display emotion is not something that we learn, but something that is like instinctual. And, and even I love like that. people that are completely unsocialized will still convey emotion in like a similar way because it's like our faces natural reactions. And so yeah. that baby is experiencing in such a raw form, a raw, like, uninformed form, uh, a moment of, like, are you shitting me right now? Kind of like a moment of... It's weird. I don't associate babies with skepticism. Uh You know what just happened? His mom just played peekaboo with him. (laughs) (laughs) You know that scene in Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, when Bridget or Vanessa, uh-huh. the Alvin one, the Dolly, Simon one, the, the Alvin, one. it was the Alvin okay, girl. Yeah. The I think Alvin Bridget, girl. yeah. I think it is Bridget. Uh, where the those girls on the dance floor are being mean to our our heroines, and the Theodore one gets like stepped on or something. Not step, maybe not stepped on. Like that would be mm. like literally skull fracturing for her. But like she she stepped on someone else and she said. Out of, out of my way, rat face or something. And then the Alvin one goes, oh, no, you didn't. I hate that. I hated that. <laughs> like, 
I had to rewatch that scene for some reason. I, 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 I encountered it again. Uh-huh. And that part really just made me so sad. Like you had to or like you just had to? I just had to go watch that. Uh-huh. I couldn't believe it. I was a skeptical baby in that moment. Um, Max, we've got a movie to talk about, but real quick, so. I just want to say for the people at home, the people listening, the people who care, um, we sometimes before we get into talking about movies that are maybe not so good, we uh-huh. will say something good that we've watched oh, yeah, this week. Yeah, a good, a good piece of shite. And I watched for the first time Legally Blonde. That's right. The motion picture. Um, and I got to say, maybe the best comedy of all time. Fuck yeah. I it love is that. So fucking good. Uh, and genuinely, it was like making me tear up at the end. It's a good ass movie. It's so fucking good. Um, I I haven't seen it since I was probably th- like a younger kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that it still resonates. That it doesn't feel dated in any way. No, yeah, that's really cool. That's really really freaking cool. I loved it. I'm sorry, I'm posting on my story. You're good. Um, some good some good shit I saw was obviously all the drag I saw last night, but mm. um. Honestly, I haven't watched anything. What's That's la- okay. What's la- what's, what did we watch before? Mama Mia 2? Mama Mia. No, yeah, because I've just been so busy this Here weekend. Here we go again. I, there's a couple things on my list I do want to watch. I, I want to rewatch. Well, I actually have never seen all the way through RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5. Mm-hmm. I want to um, go to sleep. Nice. <laughs> um, Should we talk about the duck? Chug it, chug it. Is it maybe chug duck it. season? You think but that it's maybe duck season? Before we get into the duck of it all, this podcast operates in kind of a symbiotic come-see, come-sa, vis-a-vis way. You know, Stop Clayton talking says, all that. Clayton says, we should watch this movie. We watch it. Then the next week I say, we should watch this movie. And we alternate kind of back and forth. Uh-huh. Last weekend, we watched Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Here we go again. And I think Clayton loved it. I did. And uh, he liked it. And the, wait, is it, did the computer malfunction? Yeah, it broke it. Fuck. Sorry, I whacked a big old thing against. I need to stop looking at my phone. <laughs> you said that moved it to where it's not right in front of you, and your eyes just followed it. <laughs> like this, like this paintings. Um, but this, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're reacting to your own story that way. <laughs> it says that this story is unavailable. What the fuck? Wait, Hayden, Hayden Hartrick, yeah. and Ellis, <laughs> we need you guys to go check on my Instagram to go see my private story to see if it's if it works. But what we do on this what podcast we <laughs> is we Max and I surprise each other with movies. I said we should watch this movie because he said we should watch Mamma Mia two. Because I... It, it, it's there? Okay, good. Okay, good. Because, 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 because... because <laughs> Give up, Clayton! I... That's truly as far as I can go back right now. Uh, no, yeah, because that was um, Double Down. Double Down, because you made us watch... L- Luck of the Irish? Luck of the Irish. Because you made us watch Fast and Furious. Because I made us watch Fast and Furious. Because I made us watch... Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. Because I made us watch airplane mode. Oh, God. Why'd you do that? Because I made us watch Chipwreck. That was Chipwrecked. Yes. 
Because you made this is really good because you made us watch. This is the furthest back we've ever been able to. So do we it. should play the numbers game. The numbers game is an improv game where a group of like ten or more people like sit in a circle and they're so connected by their brain power they don't even have to look at each other and they can count from one to a hundred. Uh huh. Just by like going at random people just saying random numbers and you can't talk over each other. Uh huh. So we should do that. Are we gonna do that on the podcast right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. We yeah. gotta cover uh-huh. your eyes though. One, two, three, four. Five, six. <laughs> I don't know if it works. Um, Clay, give us the rundown on Howard the Duck. On what? How's on it? Howard the Duck. So, How's the duck? his name is Howard the Fuck, and he came here to duck. To duck. Far away in a world called Duck World. Um, oh, that was with your thing basically, earlier. there's a planet, and everything is the same, except it's all ducks. Exactly. Um, some a lot of what I said was bullshit, but there is genuinely a Washington D.C., which is insane. There is a duck George Washington. Um, everything's the same, and there's this alcoholic duck named Howard the Duck, and he's jerking off to a duck porno, and we see duck tits Fuck yeah. several times, and he gets sucked across the world uh, by a big laser to the planet Earth, and then. Hilarity ensues. ensues. Now, this movie rated PG comes out in 1986. Sci-fi slash action. It is an hour and 51 minutes. And we felt every minute of it. Has a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Fair. Has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fair. Interesting. 14 is lower than I would think, but... I was actually a bit surprised too. I I think also a lot of the stuff that we are impressed by nowadays, like practical effects and that kind of thing... That was just so commonplace back then. Right, That's yeah. what you did for a movie. Yeah. It's so insane how it's come full circle like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and god damn, I miss those days. Based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, the film was produced by Gloria Katz uh, with George Lucas as executive producer. Mm-hmm. The screenplay was originally intended to be an animated film, but the film adaptation became live action because of a contractual obligation. <laughs> Oh, wow. Although several TV adaptations of Marvel characters have aired during the preceding 21 years, this was the first attempt at a theatrical release since Captain America serial of 1944. I didn't know that. That is crazy. Wait. Wow. Marvel. No Marvel movies between They were launching the MCU or trying to with Howard the Duck. And would they, maybe they would have succeeded if y'all didn't fucking go off. Lucas proposed adopting the comic book after American Graffiti. After multiple production difficulties and mixed response to test screenings, Howard the Duck was released in theaters, and he killed seven people. Nice. On August 1st, 1986. Oh, we're coming up on that. That's crazy. Whoa. The film was a crit- critical and commercial failure and was criticized... <laughs> It was criticized for its humor, performance, and consistent tone and appearance of the title character. That's everything that's in the movie. That's ev- and appearance. I know that they mean appearance, like how he looks, but uh-huh. it sounds funny for people to be like mad that he appeared in the film. Uh-huh. Well. Um, in the years since, it has been considered among the worst films ever made, but has also developed a cult following. In fact, eight people killed themselves while watching this movie all at the same time to ascend to Whoa. the heavens layer. To ascend to the demon dimension. Yeah. There's a demon dimension in this, but we'll get to that later. Oh, trust. Max is covering his mouth in shock. All even? In shock. Um, What'd you find out? (laughs) The plot, first lines. Howard the duck is a 27-year-old duck 
who lives in da da da. This motherfucker is twenty seven. I thought he was forty. Yeah. I thought it was like a thing of him being like 40. Like, oh, man. He needs to get his shit together, wait, dog. That's fucking crazy. Also, he's having like a midlife crisis at the yeah. beginning of the movie. He's 27. Also, <laughs> we what know. What the fuck? I guess we don't know that ducks live in, on his planet. Ducks live exactly the same amount of time as humans, but everything uh-huh. else about the duck planet you gotta is the exact assume same. They so do. you have to assume they wear condoms. So right. And so I feel like a lot of things in humanity are built around the fact that we live to a certain age. So if ducks only uh-huh. live like 40 years, I don't think maybe he would be renting an apartment. I think maybe like credit score and the apartment complexes would kind of be different, bitch. Yeah. So stop fighting me about this. Yeah. But he, uh, it lives on Duck World. So that's another thing. Like, the genesis of his life seems to be a mirror of humanity. There is no thing that exists purely because it is native to Duck World. It has to have an Earth counterpart. Uh-huh. And, and so the explanation yeah. that we get is that this is a... Of all the worlds, this is a world where humankind or, like, the the natural... yeah. Like the, the apex species evolved from duck instead of ape, um, but it doesn't really make sense either because mm-hmm. it it's a duck that evolved basically into an ape-like species. It got fingers and it got thumbs and it got like little duck toes. Um, Clayton, you are so fucking right. Yeah, that's so. If it was really all about that, as so they purport. Uh huh. The ducks would look more like you know your common mallard. Yes. This duck looked extraordinary. This duck was beyond the pale. Mm. How many types of ducks can you name, though? Um, mallard. One. No. Yeah, me too. Is there is there canard? Is sure. That one? Because I think isn't that the French word for duck? Cagnon. 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 Am I saying it right? Yeah. Canyon. Um, yeah. yeah. But how the duck comes to planet Earth. Canard is French for duck, a type of aquatic bird. I'm glad that they specified what the fuck a duck is. A stupid wicked, 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 Few times been around that track, so I'm not going to know how we're the duck, and he is 27 years old. He's a duck, and he really is old. He has wrinkles under his eyes. Even though he's a duck, he got crow's feet. He got a triple chin. That's okay, cause he's a duck, and that's how his 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 head is made that way. And so he comes to Earth, and he meets. You hated it, Leah Michelle. That's the mom from Back to the Future. The mom from Glee. So yeah, the mom um, from Back to the Future is in this, but he didn't know that. But he didn't know she had a singing career. Yes, that was shoved down our throats in this movie. But it was okay, cause she was great, and I love. She her. was awesome. I love. I don't consume enough content with that like type of 80s cool rocker chick anymore. Uh-huh. Like I need to watch like eight movies like that because yeah. this movie from the beginning of it to the end, I kept feeling like it is just like the quintessential 80s <laughs> movie, mm-hmm. not because it represents that. I just feel like it's a perfect time capsule for like a movie someone would think is cool. Um, or it's also very trying like, to think, make it think it was cool because no one liked it. Punk in a way. Uh-huh. 
where there's all these punks. Um, a lot of times the cops are the bad guys, and we also get a lot of cops that die. Yeah. Um, cops called fascists, fascists and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Howard the Duck as well is like, basically he sold out, and that's his big flaw at the beginning of the movie is that he like lost that magic and he became like an advertising duck. Yeah. Um, and then when he gets to Earth, he learns to be cool to be and cool, chill I guess. and rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, and be himself. It's, it's interesting because like, his, I, I feel as though the moral of the story is kind of lost by the end because like, how mm. does he use, like maybe he's like not as uptight anymore now that, so he can like shoot a laser cannon to kill the demon. Uh-huh. It's okay. It is, it is very unclear what exactly he no. is trying to overcome once yeah. he's on earth. I need my phone. Cause he's yeah. just a good guy. He's just a dude. From the very beginning. Except he's like, a jerk to her whenever but also he was forcibly transported from his home planet i'd be pissed too and he was just kind of like get away from me like i don't know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. like i'm scared as all high to high heaven Mm -hmm. so there's the duck there's leah thompson yeah uh what's her name thompson leah thompson yeah yes the mom from Back to the Future. The mom from Back to the Future. The young version of the mom, of course. There's a scientist they Marty go to. Marty tries to fuck her. There's a scientist they go to called Phil. Is the is the name of the scientist? That's that's uh-huh. what they call him. That's true. <laughs> uh, his his name is Phil, and he helps them, and then he introduces them to Doctor Jennings. And these are our kind of four people throughout the movie. Yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily think that for the first half because uh-huh. the first half. Seems to tell a completely unrelated story. <laughs> so the first 50 minutes of this movie is 50, just Howard. Five zero, five zero. 50 of an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just Howard dicking around doing fucking nothing. Like an origin story, I think they were. I guess. So I've not read any of the comics. This feels like a movie that mushed together a lot of comics. Like it trying uh-huh. to do, I guess, the origin story of Howard the Duck or something, where sure. he's here on Earth and then he meets Leah and, and things happen and then they leave each other. But then it's like, okay, well, we also have to do the arc where he meets the ultimate demon of the ultimate universe and kills him. Like, uh-huh. what? Like, it's just, it's just such this jagged, like, literally, there's like a halfway, like a midpoint in the movie yes. that separates the two films. Um, which is crazy because I would think that they would do the opposite, that they would like try to mush just one shoehorn storyline in. But George Lucas was like, no, this story needs to be told mm. correctly. Both of these stories, I guess. Yeah. It, is, it takes such a hard left turn where I get, yeah. the movie knows that it, what it's building to is the dark demon lord emperor. Yeah. And there's not even a hint of it until yeah. it has possessed... To the point where Jennings gets possessed by dark super demon, right. evil demon... And he starts like transforming into a demon, but there's no like, we don't even know to be like, oh, this is it. Like even the characters are like, Jennings, shut the fuck up. Jennings, shut up. Yeah. Um, There's like a whole like 30 minute sequence in the diner where Jennings has told them and shown them through his powers that he uh is now merely a human vessel for the dark Lord of the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like doing funny quips with him and being sassy. And he... Is not responding to it with sass, but he's like explaining his reasoning for taking over mm. the universe and stuff. It is such an a, like a bizarre scene because you would think, okay, this is where he starts just killing people if he's like this one-dimensional ultimate evil being. But uh, he just delivers so many of his lines in such a 
like a stilted, not stilted, but like just a calm way. Like he's like, right, yes, and then I'm going to eat every human soul, you know, kind of like that. Just mm-hmm. at a diner. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is your king. That's literally me when I go out and I'm watching Dune and there's all the worms on the ground when you go out after it rains. True. So, okay, okay. You wake up, it's a rainy day, you start watching Dune, you turn on Dune. Mm-hmm. <sighs> turn on Dune. And you just like go out and you're like, I wonder how it's like going outside. You look down on the ground and you say, is this your king? You point to a worm. Uh-huh. Because, who, do I, who do I say that to? Um, the worm. Okay. Or very much, I mean, you're, you hang out with a lot of cool people. I think there's yeah. a lot of people you have the, I'm like, I'm I guess, I guess, yeah. I'm like on the mic. I'm about to fall asleep. You're allowed to. Um, but everybody, we, we can, everybody's getting We can take something. a quick sleep during the podcast. Okay. I want to do this other thing. So the movie's, whatever, that's the plot, the end. Just kidding. <laughs> there's a lot more. I want to do this other thing. Uh-huh. What's the craziest duck world equivalent to an earth thing that you have that, you know? Do, do you think if they have a duck George Washington and duck uh-huh. money, it kind of made me think like, oh, there was like duff, uh, duck colonial times. There uh-huh. was a duck British Revolution. There's like duck like crimes against humanity uh-huh. being done. It's, it's, it's there was insane. the duck Eiffel Tower as well. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been doing pretty good at being sober doing this. I was trying to say duck. <laughs> I was trying to say duck nine eleven, and I said duck Eiffel Tower. How, how was there duck nine eleven? There had to be. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. What? No. Well, we don't know that it was in the eighties. Oh, we'll never shit. know. We have to tell them. Howard go back home eventually, and he That's he's so crazy. excited, and he lands, and he's like, I'm gonna go to new new. Duck Braunfels. Yeah. Um and he flies and yeah. then that plane gets taken Flu- over. Flu York. There you go. I Boom. was looking for it, I couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flu York. If you lived in Texas, Texas would be that's the thing, it's like at what point do we say, Okay, we're gonna stop replacing with duck puns? Because is is the window a duck window? Is the door a duck door? Is the handle a duck handle? You know, is that laptop? A duck top, like or like a like a tail top, you know. Mm-hmm. At what point is every noun and every article in a sentence mm-hmm. duck replace duck with duck the duck word duck duck, you know, like that. <laughs> so um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid too. Roger Rolls. Remember that book? <laughs> did you read it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I should put that for my movie next week. Don't tell me. Also, have you seen the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies? They fucking are genuinely really They're good. good. They're I remember really good. I remember liking the first two and then Dog Days, I remember being in the theater being like, This isn't a good interpretation, but it's a good movie. I remember, I agree. I remember thinking that. Like I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, the power went out when I was watching Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog oh, Days. Whoa. So I think I was in like seventh grade. I was in the theater alone. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it. And there were these kids who were in front of me who were like scared and I said, Don't worry, the lights the lights will turn on soon. And they did. And I remember like being like, they were probably, so, they were like, they were like that cool guy behind us was so cool. But I think what they probably thought was that weird kid who was one grade above us is watching diary of a wimpy kid alone. in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I, watching I, things alone in a theater is really cool. And yeah, everybody should remember that. I agree. Um, so there's a scene where they came up with like a code uh-huh. That parents don't understand. Uh-huh. Maybe it's the first one. And it goes, your pa, dad, pa, smells, pa, like pa, a woman, pa. 
Mm-hmm. And this was an insane out-of-body experience. A parent was reading that to us in like fifth grade. And he read the top. He said, and we even came up with a language that parents don't understand. I think I got duped. What? Because the parent started to read it. Uh-huh. Who was reading it to the class. And he was, he was like, your pa, dad pa smelt, uh, I don't know what that says. And then he like keeps going down. And I literally was like, oh my <laughs> God. Oh my God. I said, I literally just saw it work. I remember sitting being like, you're kidding. Like, I, uh-huh. did I just see that? Am I the only one? And me telling you that story right now uh, makes me think there's no way in hell he didn't. Of course. Like, <laughs> um, I like no, that. Did you realize that because you can understand it right now? It kind of was hard for me to understand it. <laughs> your, um, your pa, dad, pa, smells, pa, like, pa. Max. Pa. By think, the way, by the way, sexist. What? Yeah, that's true. There's nothing. No, maybe wrong with maybe he was like creepily commenting, "Your pa, dad pa, smells pa, like pa, a woman pa," or maybe he was more like, "Your pa, dad." Oh, maybe he thought there was like a, what's it called, French Dispatch? What's it called? What, what's what it is what called? called? What's it called? What? Freddie, um, Mrs. McGuire or whatever, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, <laughs> when the dad is a mom. Yeah. No, the nanny. When the dad's the nanny. Yeah. Friend Drescher, anti-vax. I found that out. That sucks. But that's okay because she is our communist icon. Max. And it's about collective striking. You know, we can't just focus on that. What? Wait, wait. We're getting we're getting pretty close to the end here. You're kidding. Um, I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, what? No, we literally like, it's like 20 minutes in. No. What did we even talk about? Howard the Duck. We, and we, we talked about a lot of other stuff. <laughs> we haven't talked about anything. Um, kind of. No, our viewers don't know anything about this movie. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying is we've <laughs> got a, we've got a little bit of time to talk more I about just the movie. Spend like 15 minutes flabbergasted that we haven't talked about it. Um, there's a so Max. First, would you fuck? Would you fuck this thing? Um, no, I, I literally was imagining it. Just for the sake of argument, and I thought like there's no way in hell I would ever uh-huh. do that. Like there's no so way. there's a scene in this movie where Leah Thompson comes out of the oh shower, uh-huh. and oh, he's staying at her house. Yes, this is insane. True, she comes out of the shower, and the whole movie when they meet, I'm like, okay, it's setting up that they are dating each other. Uh-huh. But then a lot of times in the middle. It is feigning this will-they-won't-they they thing, mm-hmm. but it seems like the movie suddenly comes kind of gets on the side of, of, of won't, of they won't. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, they won't, but then they do, I think. I don't think so. Never mind. Um, Which is good. I'm glad that they're not a good couple. But there's a scene. Leah Thompson gets out of the shower, and she's yeah. wearing only her underwear and like a, a little shirt. Um, really and stupid. Howard goes, you know, I hate this planet, but I'm starting to... Get an appreciation for the human female anatomy. And she's like, oh, Howard. And it's like, okay, Howard wants to fuck her, but obviously she doesn't. And then she goes, all right, get up here into bed. And it's like, wait, what? He's got his own bed in here. 
Why are you inviting him to your bed? She's like, oh, Howard, stop. Now come up next to me, puppy. Like, she, like, pats uh-huh. the bed. Let's watch Ray William Johnson or whatever. Um, And then Howard gets into the bed, and he's like, oh, mama, I want to fuck you. And then she's like, Howard. And then he's like, I'm joking. I'm just joking. And then she goes, no, maybe we should fuck. And then she starts, like... Tweaking his nipples or something, and he, he starts going. Uh, he, he starts freaking out, and he's, he's like, like eyes uh, are uh, "No, no, no, we shouldn't fuck." Which I think, I think, I don't know if we're supposed to think that he was like about to come his pants, or he like thought that he just could not handle her sexually. But I he was wasn't terrified. Sure. I didn't know. I also read into it as like, okay, is suddenly. Is the womanizer persona all an act? Like, is he uh, actually a virgin? He's actually a verge. So we don't get the answers to that because suddenly this sex scene is interrupted by three strangers walking into her apartment mm-hmm. because the door is unlocked. True. No, no. Let me rephrase that. Three strangers walking up to her in her living room as if they were already in the apartment. Mm-hmm. While they're having a sex scene, it's the most bizarre thing in the world. They literally stroll up wearing coats and button-down shirts and, like, trousers. Uh-huh. And it's apparently, like, 1130 at night, and they're having sex, and the room is has, like, a divider. So their heads are just peeking over. It is so weird. Like, was there no smoother way to do that transition? Couldn't it just been, like, oh, Howard, maybe we should have sex. He freaks out. Knock, knock, knock. Like, wh- why do they have to walk in and then have this line where they're like, I'm the door sorry. was unlocked. The door was unlocked. Well, that's that makes me even scareder. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, Max, at the end of the day, there's just one question that I've no, got to ask. This, you. There's no way that we're at the rating part. I think we're at the rating part. <laughs> Has it really been? Wow. Yeah. Max, how many little. Uh, duck dollar bills would yeah. you give this out of 10? I would give it like a four. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it's probably it's probably at a three. A two. Um, but, you, said you know, two? a three. Oh. You said two. <laughs> oh, I said two. I said two. Um, three out of 10, that's what? 1.5 out of five. That's probably what? Like 75 out of three. Let's do the math. That's probably 21... Point what are you trying to find out? Three out of two. I was just trying to kind of s- s- the smallest fraction, but including decimals on top uh, of the okay, fractions. Okay, okay. Did you ever do the fractions with the decimals? Nah. No, never mind. Um, I'm just going to put Howard the Duck on. Do you want to read some letterbox reviews? Sure. Howard the Duck. Someone said I need to take Is a that sh- it? Is that the <laughs> Five stars. Howard the Duck. Uh-huh. Um. Oh God. Why? What's up, Max? I fucking hate this bullshit. So one of the, oh, it's in German. One of the words that they used, I thought was like a prissy like film word that only film people get. It's Mottenkiste. <laughs> I think that's just like. I don't think that means. I think it's just like a, a stupid word that they use. Mottenkiste. I think that might be my ass. What? Emma, Emma, um, why would someone say that? <laughs> Probably because they're German. 
Um, so someone says, I love Howie. One of many films I can watch back to back. What do you mean? What? Oh, like twice in a row? Anyway. Wait, what? Max, <laughs> what we do here on this podcast is we surprise each other with movies, as we talked about earlier. What the fuck? He watches it back to back. What we do on this podcast is we surprise each other with movies, uh, like we talked about earlier. Max, what? I believe it is time for me to hear from you a, a little film that exactly. we're going to be viewing next week. Exactly. Now, let me just get to the bottom of it. Um, I am really interested in this one particular figure. Okay. And some of these things I see. How many times do you go on TikTok? Um, probably five times a day. And do you have an hour and 20 minutes to spare? Um, I have probably an hour and 20 minutes to spare sometime this week. Do you love busty women in a red dress? Um, uh, um, there's... That there's people in the room and I'm gonna say no. <laughs> what's what's her name? Leah Bunny? Leah Rabbit? Oh, Jessica Sa- Rabbit. Sally Rabbit. Yeah. Um well she's not in this. But kind of picture hoodwinked. Okay. I'm picturing hoodwinked. Plus like really bad video game CGI. Okay. Plus That's already that's still hoodwinked. Lewd women. Okay. Still hoodwinked, grandma. Clayton, we're going to be watching a little movie called Goat Story. What? Are you familiar with this? No. I've been seeing this all over my feed of everything. Oh, I know what it must... Okay. She's pretty fine. I'll say yeah. that much. Everyone look up Goat Story. Uh, it's... Look up Goat Story broad in a dress. <laughs> oh, my God. What? I'm so mad. Why? Curtis Connor did a video on Goat Story. Max. <laughs> people, this fucking motherfucker is beating us to our video. Um, it's fine, though, because we're more of an audio medium, except yeah. next week. Wait, I'm going to be out of town. We can, record. So we can record it maybe. Um, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, I'm, I'm coming back. Don't yeah. Worry. Um, but fellas, guys, everybody at home. This is the podcast where I have been Clayton Chalman. This is the podcast. Um, America is united by one word. Uh, this is the podcast where I can't believe an hour passed. Uh-huh. My name is Sir Maxim. And as always, stay, stay critical, critical darlings. darlings. Bye. Bye.